What's up everybody, welcome to The Chat Room, a podcast dedicated with having interviews with upcoming stars and influencers of our generation. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at thechatroom.tcr and on Twitter at thechatroom underscore TCR. Also, don't forget to become one of our valued Patreon members, which allows you to unlock exclusive content while also supporting this podcast. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good night. Um, wherever you're listening from, welcome back to another episode of the chat room. Today, I'm joined by a very special guest. Actually, she is probably, in my opinion, one of the best photographers at the moment in Africa. Um, yeah, I said it. Africa. <laughs> Tamari Kandita, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm just enjoying the winter sun, but yeah, um, how are you enjoying winter on your side? Winter winter is a bit hectic. It gets really cold at night, but in the afternoon, it's very chilled, so it's just a bit of both. It's an mm. interesting winter. Yeah, it is very much interesting. But uh, today we're just going to get into your photography. And um, I did mention that I think you are one of the best photographers at the moment, uh, simply because of the pieces that you have put out there. And yeah, I just can't wait for this interview. I'm actually very excited for it. And hopefully the listeners can get to know you a little bit better. So just getting into the first question, what inspired you to become a photographer in the first place? Was it something that you always planned or did it just, you know, come by? I, I always knew that I wanted to study art, but I hadn't narrowed it down to just photography until I was exposed to the power of this medium as the bearer of truth. So from this point forward, I saw the opportunity to become a photographic author who could use photography to view the world through an equalizing lens. And I also believe that photography tends to oscillate between documentary and artistic. Mm. On one hand, it's a snapshot of reality. And on the other hand, it's an aestheticized construction of reality so um working within those parameters essentially grants me a sense of authorship which i use as a tool to tell narratives which would otherwise go unseen oh all right so um was there anything in particular that triggered you to take on photographer uh, or was it like like what you're saying over a period of time yes um i would say that my photography journey started about three years ago at mm-hmm. university so from a theory point of view i was introduced to a colonial photographer by the name of duggan cronin and he used um, photography as a way to document instead of an art form so i wanted to do the opposite and use it as an art form um to tell truthful narratives about black people and essentially represent them in a way that's dignified because i was going off of the images that emerged during like the 1800s with colonial photography so i saw this misrepresentation as as a chance to um turn things around in a way Oh, all right. That's, 
Yes. Hmm. That's very interesting. Hey, I, I mean, they do say that a picture speaks a thousand words. And, you know, there's this um, well, collection that you had that I found to be very interesting. And I think that's the one you won, the Sony Open Photographer of the Year Award. And I think that is such a big thing um, in terms of being recognized as a photographer. So the question that I have for you is... What did it mean for you and what did it mean for your career? Okay, well, not a day in my life did I think that I would win this award at such an early stage in my career and that one day some other people would be staring at my picture and getting inspiration to create. So what I've come to realize is that God is a giver of dreams and when he puts a big dream in your heart, you shouldn't ignore it. It may take longer than you desire, but, you know, character building is part of the process. And uh, my career has certainly catapulted. I'm now mentoring people that I mm -hmm. looked up to in the creative industry. Wow. And I'm glad that people are now um, starting to see the kind of work that goes into to delivering these kinds of bodies of works. And getting recognized in this regard is great because it serves as inspiration to keep going down the roads that I've been heading down. Oh, all right, cool. And like with the Sony Open um, Photographer of the Year Award, um, please can you just explain um, briefly what that is? Is it like a, the Grammy of art or is it, I, I don't know, <laughs> but like, uh, please do explain a little bit about that award in particular, because I found it interesting that you had been looking forward to like getting it eventually, which means it must be a big award indeed. Yes, um, it is a huge uh, award because there are, there are actually different categories. So yeah. the main ones are the professional competition, and then the open competition, which I won. And then there's the female alpha competition. And then there's the studio, there's the student competition. And there's the youth um, competition. So I entered the, the open category, which um, essentially gives you freedom to create any type of work that you want. Mm. And um, as long as it fits the theme of, something creative and being the creative category is like a broad term so it doesn't really box you mm -hmm. so um i wanted to just create a single image which encapsulated all um my motivations as an artist so yeah the open photographer of the year um yeah it, it basically just acknowledges um artists who are in any stage of their career whether you're established whether you're emerging, whether you're professional, um, it just recognizes uh, the talent that's coming from all corners of the world. Oh, all right. And that piece that actually won the award is everywhere. Uh, I, I mean, I even saw it like on an article, CNN, and I was like, whoa, like it's making the move. So um, what inspired that particular piece of um, photography that you won with? Okay, from a contextual point of view, I decided to look at excluded narratives, you know, the narratives that you wouldn't normally see in academic textbooks. 
and there really was no visual record for the stories we were told by our grandparents. And the thing is, in African culture, most things were written down. They were not spoken. So as a result, I would say African Victorian is a visual depiction of oral history. And looking at this image, I would say it's an environmental portrait that is captured as a frozen moment from a series of images which explore a border narrative. So the idea behind the photo was to create a visual narrative about an individual and encourage a dialogue of who the in individual is beyond her physical appearance. So I decided to create a short biography by incorporating real African elements. Um, all right, that's that's actually very interesting. And just in case um, the listeners do want to um, see your art, we are going to put all the socials in the in the description so that you can see exactly what we are talking about. But um, just um, moving on to the next question, right? Um, what keeps you fighting on the days that you think you will make it if you happen to have those days? Okay, um, I would say that uh, that thought has never really crossed my mind because I believe we all go through bamboo growth and bamboo growth is when your growth goes unnoticed or unseen but while this is happening you'll be building strength and resilience and there's something special about when your growth goes unnoticed because you have to believe in yourself even mm -hmm. when no one is giving you that affirmation so it's on us to <clears throat> essentially identify what season we're in because sometimes we are in a season of clearing our field planting seeds and getting ideas out there. And then we are in a season of nourishing followed by a season where we are blossoming. Then we are in a season where we bear our fruits. So understanding these stages in life does um, fuel me to keep on going. Oh, all right. Wow. I, I've been inspired to uh, to get through my studies with that mindset. <laughs> uh, so D, um, thank you for that. But just moving on to the last question, um, how can a nation like Zimbabwe increase their appreciation for fine art and, um, and the growth of our creative industry? Because I do honestly, I do honestly think that um, the amount of talent that we have in Zimbabwe in terms of the creative sector is just incredible, yeah. but it's underappreciated. So what do you think Zimbabwe needs to do to increase their appreciation? That's a very good question and an important question. I strongly think that um, the, the importance of art needs to be implemented at an early age. That way kids can grow up learning about the endless possibilities that can come from a fine art major. And then they're not limited in their choices. And another way would be for this appreci appreciation to, go to grow would be to put artistically driven individuals in places of power where they can have a significant impact in shaping the art culture. Um, for example, appointing Kirsty Coventry as the Minister of the Youth, Sports and Arts Recreation was definitely a step in the right direction because her influence can essentially change people's perspectives on art. And um, 
I think the lack of appreciation also comes from people not knowing about what goes into creating a certain artwork. They don't witness the laborious process. They only see the finished product. So having workshops or masterclasses can offer an insight into our creative craft. And lastly, I would say that the appreciation for, for art has to also stem from the artist. For example, when we're creating, giving our work context or theory that can help people connect to our work because stories are how we communicate with each other and they give life a sense of meaning. So I believe before you're a photographer, you are a creative, you are a storyteller, mm. you, are, you are a writer, you are a director and you are a pioneer. So we have to set the tone and then people will follow. Oh, all right. Um, I think that is such a good answer to a very difficult question. But just before we um, we say, uh, we wrap it up, rather, um, I, I actually have a question. And uh, without, you don't have to say too much or answer it, but um, when should we expect the next collection from you? Because, <laughs> yeah, we are itching outside. <laughs> um. That- I'm currently working on it. Um, Mm. So this time I'll be approaching it from a different angle and I will also be incorporating male male African Victorians for the very first time. So um, I'm excited for you guys to definitely see that body of work. Right. And like, um, sorry, sorry, sorry to cut in, but like, how, how do I apply to become a model? Because I've been I've been working on it. And um, I think it's high time I should get to the stage. But how do you pick your models, actually? <laughs> when when it comes to picking my models, I just think about the, the story that I'm trying to tell and the the period of time which I'm trying to recreate and mm. what kind of individual would have necessarily um, fit into that time period. So I strongly look at faces. Um, I also look at character, personality, and someone who can really solve the story that I'm trying to create, either through facial expressions, mannerisms. So yeah, it, it just depends on uh, the type of individual <laughs> they are, <laughs> and you can, you can definitely apply to be a model. Uh, all right, thank you. Um, listeners, you heard that huh? I'll be there on the next um, collection. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, just before we wrap it up, um, do you have any advice that you can give any young photographers, fine art students, um, you know, rather the the entire creative sector, do you have any advice that you can give them? Because you have gone through a lot of barriers and obstacles, I presume, and you are at a level where you are becoming a, a top photographer in the continent. So do you have any advice that you can give the young creative minds out there? Yes, Definitely. I would just say don't get swallowed up by what's around you. You might think that the limitations of where you live will hold you back, but hold on to your dreams and aspirations because that's what is going to get you on the other side. And to just remember that any achievement for an African makes it an achievement for us all. Um, all right. Thank you so much for that sound advice. And 
We've come to the end of our episode, unfortunately, but thank you for spending the time to come on and just allowing us to understand your thought processes. Uh, we really do appreciate it here at the chat room. Thank you so much for having me. I thoroughly enjoyed this. No problem. And that is it for today's episode, listeners. Uh, thank you for joining us once again. We do really appreciate your support and your constant feedback. Please do keep sending it in. But until next time, peace out.